Hey ladies, Brave Enough is here to remind you that you're not alone and that you have the strength to be brave enough for one more day. There, ladies. Welcome back to another episode of Brave Enough. We're super excited that you're joining us. Please share this with your friends. We want a lot of people to hear all the good stuff, all the fun stuff that we have to offer. So today we'll be talking about Christmas. Christmas! Yes! <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> but Christmas with divorce. So a little less yay. <laughs> a little less yay. But Yay for December. Yay for Christmas. Absolutely. We are super excited. We love Christmas, as we have mentioned last week, if you listen to it. So hopefully you listen to it. That was a really fun, fun episode. So I love Christmas, but I can tell you that there was a time that it wasn't exactly the happiest time. It was filled with stress and anxiety because um, my husband divorced me. And I was left with trying to bring up my two-year-old son and um, trying to figure out schedules. Mm -hmm. Is he going to be with me for Christmas? Is he going to be with his dad for Christmas? And what we ended up doing, which did work for a couple of years anyways, is that one year he'd have it for um, Thanksgiving and then I'd have him for Christmas. And then we'd flip-flop the follow the next year. I'd have him for Thanksgiving and his dad would have him for Christmas. And it was just really hard. I mean, because I want him for both. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what I was just getting ready to say. Even if you come up with a schedule, it's it doesn't difficult. make it any easier. It doesn't because <laughs> they're both family oriented. They're both about family, about who you have in your life. Absolutely. And when you don't have that person in your life, you're like, what do I do now? Well, mm-hmm. you know, and there was, you know, a time where I would just sulk. You know, and I wouldn't, the the Christmas season would come and go and it would be really difficult because I'd have to figure out another day to have Christmas with my son. And that was no fun. And you just shut down. Yeah. It wasn't Christmas. He didn't know it wasn't Christmas, Mm -hmm. but I knew. Mm -hmm. And it's difficult. It's extremely stressful. So Larissa, what do you do um, with your situation? Well, and just to throw on to other things that are hard about, um, you know, doing Christmas with divorce is, is not only is the child not with you, but it's the things you're talking about too. It's the scheduling, it's the planning. But if, if you're a single mom, it's the finances. It's right. the being able to provide mm-hmm. the way you want to provide, or maybe the way you used to provide, or, you know, or it's the idea of, and I know none of us want to admit to the fact that we're competing with our ex, but it's the, did I get this the right gift? Am I going to get as much as he got? Am I going to do, is yeah. are the kids going to be as happy with me as they were with him or her, or uh, I'm assuming most women are listening to us. But so there's so many layers to this. Um, and I am very much in the middle of it right now. Mm-hmm. So this one really hits home for me. Um, and I, let's see, Marley was, it was her second Christmas. Um, we were divorced by her second Christmas and, um, separated different homes, the whole nine yards. 
And that first Christmas was so unbelievably hard. Um, we It just so happened that year that we were going to Japan to see my brother and my parents tried everything. They made sure we went and saw Christmas lights. We went and saw Santa. We did, you know, we did the mall visit. We did the this. We did. We, they tried to keep all mm-hmm. those traditions alive, all those routines in place. But it's not the same because she wasn't with me on Christmas morning. Yep. And granted, I was still in a very, very raw space at that time. So it was hard. But as the years have gone on, my dad has just kept reminding me, as has my mom, that it's not the day that matters it's the memories it's the being present it's the it's the it's it's the traditions but the traditions don't have to happen on the exact same day and i mentioned in the last podcast about the countdown about how we always get 25 days and whether she's with me on christmas day or not and how i do that is is i plan in advance um my um my checklist side, my Jan side comes mm-hmm. out in me. I plan way in advance and I make sure I know exactly what day we're going to do Christmas on. And then I do all the lead up to Christmas day. Right. Um, and so like, for example, this year, our Chris, I don't have her on Christmas this year cause I had her for Thanksgiving. So we're doing Christmas on um, the Saturday before. Mm-hmm. And my family is amazing. My family plans our Christmas around that. And so my brothers are flying in, the sister-in-law is flying in um, my parents, are going to be there. Um, the ants, I mean the the whole nine ants. Um, it's just, and we, we do it like it was Christmas morning. Like you would not know Christmas Eve is the night before. And we put Santa, we put cookies out for Santa. And so that was always a question too. Like, how do I explain to her why Santa comes to see her when she doesn't come to see anybody else? Now, granted in my household, the reason for the season is the birth of Christ and we do the story and Advent and all of that. But obviously she's into the whole Santa thing as well. And I just told her that, you know, Santa knows that families are split and that families are unique and they're made up of different pieces. And so I had that conversation Mm -hmm. with her. And so I said, you know, we just send a letter to Santa and let him know he needs to come a little early and he will. Um, So that's how we get around that, if that's an issue or a concern for you. But again, I spent a lot of Christmases really upset and having to talk it through with my folks. I'm in a really good place now, and it's it's just the way it is for me now. Um, Right. But yeah. And you know, you you're fortunate where you have family. Yeah. And and I also had family. It's but how do you maintain your sanity? and still show your kids how to handle stress, stressful situations. They watch us like hawks. Yeah. They know when we're a little off, when we're not our happy mommy in zone. Right. We are stressed. And so how we handle that, um, our children are watching, is re- it's really important. And how to handle not bashing their dad mm-hmm. during this time because I was always very careful. I heard some moms that were just bad mouthing the dads and and my heart aches for the child for that because here's the deal. Um, my dad may not have been the the super dad, the best dad on planet earth, but he was my dad. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I loved him for who he was and the little things that, you know, the things that some of the things he did do later in years, I realized weren't cool, but he was my dad. And I still didn't want people to badmouth him mm-hmm. and to put him down and to say horrible things about him. So even though my son's dad, biological dad, was not the best dad and did horrible things, I still didn't want to 
tear him down in front of my son. That was wrong. You don't want to do that. It's his, it's his daddy. Well, and the kids are going to figure it out eventually. They will. And Brandon did as he grew up, he figured out who I really was. And he figured out who his, his biological dad really was. And he figured out who his stepdad, my husband now really was. And he was, you know, constantly there for him. And he was that father figure that Brandon needed. But, you know, handling those situations, those stressful, those times of anxiety um, around your children during the holiday season is not an easy task. And um, it's, it does make it easier when you have family around to help. But, you know, sometimes you don't. And there's no family. So do you have friends that you can call, that you can really rely on and depend on? Do you have a pastor that you can, or pastor's wife, or someone in the church that you can go to and just say, hey, you know, I don't want to be in the house today. Just let's go shopping. Let's do something. Get out of the house. And then, you know, are you that friend to somebody else that needs help? Always think about that because I'm so far away from that situation now that I kind of have my little spiritual antennas going. And just to watch which, you know, women are hurting during this time because she doesn't have her children or because she's not treated the way she needs to be treated as a woman, as a wife, as a mother. And I want to reach out and I want to do just little things. Just Mm -hmm. call her and say, Hey, beautiful, you know, you're doing amazing. Keep your head up. Let's go out and get a a cup of coffee. Let's go, whatever, do something. Let's take a a hike together and just talk or just not talk or just whatever. So be that person to somebody who needs you during this holiday season that's not always joyful. Well, and I think too, um, if we're talking, because obviously we're talking about divorce, we're talking about kids being in the, in the scenario. Um, one of the things that I, and I know I've mentioned this on other podcasts that, um, in the beginning stages, not now, but in the beginning stages, I had to be reminded of is stop focusing on what you can't control. Right. Stop focusing on the bad. Stop fo- focusing on all the ugly. Focus on the things you can control. Mm-hmm. Focus on the memories you can create. Okay. Mm-hmm. This year I don't have her Christmas morning. So what am I going to do instead? You right. know, and find those really fun things. The countdown calendar that we talked about last week, I think that's a really great way to be fully present. You're setting aside time to find the peace, enjoy, find excitement, find joy, tell the story, be with your kids in a way that is, and I know it doesn't feel like it right now, but it's no different than being with them on Christmas morning. Christmas morning is the excitement. It's the kids running down the stairs to open up their presents. You can still do that. Just do it on a different day. And I fully support the fact that having family around makes a huge difference. And I am so fortunate in that regard. And I'm surrounded by an amazing group of people. Um, But as Jam pointed out, there are people out there who care and that want to be a part of that. And that's part of what this podcast is about. We want to talk to you about things that we've experienced. We know how hard they are. Mm -hmm. We know because that first Christmas that I did with her, I wasn't here. Um, I was in a state all by myself. Um, I was millions or not millions. I was thousands of miles away from my parents. My brothers did not fly in because it wasn't reasonable. I mean, so 
I have done it without the family and it is hard. Very difficult. And you want to give in. You want to go and be where your kid's at. And that may be putting yourself in a situation with a spouse that you don't need to be with. Um, think that through. I'm not yeah. saying you shouldn't. Um, I do know split families that are able to do those kinds of things. But you do what's right for you. Yeah. And, and you know what, Larissa, you brought up a good point and I just want to emphasize it. Embrace the time that you have with your children. And if your Christmas is on a different day than December 24th, December 25th, then embrace that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like make it big, make it bold, make it just the biggest day of the year for your children and let them know that you care more than anything. The thing that I had to do, and no, it did not come easy and it took a lot of practice, but I had to refocus my attention on Brandon. Mm -hmm. It was about Brandon. It Mm -hmm. wasn't about me not having him or his dad doing something that I didn't think of. Why didn't I do that? I should have done that. That's what I do. Why did you do that? You know, there could be a thousand things that happen and that happens. Life happens and it's not all great. But to refocus and just embrace the time that you have with your children um, before and after, just don't let the holiday season, don't let the Christmas time escape with an end on a sour note. Let it be filled with joy and love because really when it comes down to it, it's about Christ. Mm-hmm. It's about his birth. And he came to to love us and to save us and to be there for us and to, to be that person that we can always go to. Um, so let's focus on that. Let's focus on the times that we have our family. Well, and the other thing too, which we've already touched on this a couple of times, but the amount of time you spend being angry, being spiteful, being upset, comparing yourself, whatever word you want to fit in here, whatever negative word, the amount of time you spend doing that is the amount of time you're not spending with your children doing something that is worthwhile. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the thing I want to stress is I know you have those moments. I'm not saying that they're not valid. I'm not saying you shouldn't feel that way. I'm just saying that don't ruin what you have with something that you have no control over. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going to go off script a little bit here and I'm going to squirrel, but this is something that actually was brought to my attention literally just a few hours ago. Um, One thing that I think is really, really hard in a divorce situation, especially when there's all that spite and hatred and um, especially if it's still raw is it's about your kids. Jen Mm -hmm. just said that. Um, And your kid's daddy is their daddy. Mm Mm-hmm they want to buy something special for their daddy for Christmas and they want to be excited when their daddy opens up that present. And I know, I know beyond words, (laughs) I'm not going to spend my hard earned money on this. It's not about you. It's about your kids and it's about making your kids feel good. And it's about your kids being excited. And you know what? That can be something that you go and do with your kids. That is very fun and is very Christmas driven and they can get really, really excited. Not only are they getting excited, take away the fact that you're buying it for your ex because you're not buying it for your ex. Your kids are buying it for their daddy. Frame it that way. And it's not about you. It's about your kids. And now it's an opportunity for you and your kids to go Christmas shopping for something fun. And you just let them go crazy. And I've done this. I do this every year. I do it for birthdays. I do it for Father's Day. I do it for Christmas. Um, it's not a stigma for me, I think, because again, I don't look at it as me buying my ex something. I look at it as my daughter buying her daddy a present. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did. I just did it for, um, I, I 
like I said, I just did it with my daughter and um, someone made the comment. They're like, I can't believe you bought your ex a gift. And I'm like, I didn't buy my ex a gift. My daughter bought her dad a gift. And obviously when they're little, you have to help come up with some of the ideas. But I, I let her go pretty creative. If she wants to buy him a toy because that's what makes her happy. Again, I'm not the one buying the gift, so I'm not, <laughs> I don't right. care. So if that's what she thinks her daddy needs or wants, then that's mm-hmm. what we get. And yeah, I have a general cap in my mind of what I'm willing to spend because this is a person that I don't have a whole lot of vested interest in anymore. I don't tell that to my child or maybe you put it on a gift card and you just give the gift card to your daughter, um, you know, or your son or whatever the case may be. Obviously you have to be with them to do that, but take that time. It is a hard thing, but it's a healing thing. I, I, guarantee you it is a healing thing because it's not about me. And I literally just went into the store and I let my daughter go and talk to the store manager and we explained what we were trying to do. And the store manager sat down and he laid out all this stuff. And this particular thing we bought was, um, seasoning, uh, for like steaks and chicken and cooking and all that stuff. And so he mixed all these different ingredients together and he showed Marley how to do it. And he put the instructions in the bag for her. My daughter was smiling from ear to ear. That's awesome. And it's amazing. I mean, she's so excited now to go and we went and we picked out the card. She went through card after card, after card, after card until she found the perfect one. And she now feels good. She's not going to go to a Christmas celebration and feel like she didn't you know, especially if there's other kids involved, which I know we, um, I don't think we've touched on it yet, but when we're talking about split families mm-hmm. or, um, not split families, but, um, blended, blended, families. there we go. I couldn't think of the word, sorry, <laughs> but blended families where maybe your ex's new wife has kids. And so she's going to take their kids out right. to go buy him a gift. I guarantee you she is. Right. Do you really want your child to be the one that's the sore man out? You know, and you know, maybe she'll take your kid, maybe she won't, but that's not her responsibility. Right. Um, and I, I, I don't I use responsibility lightly. I just mean that's that shouldn't fall on her because it's not her child. Mm-hmm. You are the parent. Um, so anyway, I, I really went off script and kind of squirreled, but uh, it just, like I said, it really hit home because I just did that and I had the conversation. And again, I think it will be a healing thing for you, whether you believe it or not, because you're forced to frame it in a mindset that makes sense to you, just like the holiday. December 25th is Christmas. We all know that. But December but December 25th doesn't necessarily have to be your Christmas with your children. Right. Do you go and visit your parents on a day other than December 25th? Do you go and visit your siblings on a day? Now, granted, you were probably older when that happened if you didn't come from a divorced family. The point that I'm trying to get across is, is that don't focus on the negative of things. I'm buying a present for my ex. No, you're buying, your daughter is buying or your son is buying a present yeah. for their dad. I can't do Christmas on Christmas morning. No, but you can do Christmas morning on another day. <laughs> it's just rethinking it. Yeah. Focus on something different. Um, cause your brain to look at things a little different through the eyes of your child. And when you start looking at things through the eyes of your child, the hope, your perspective does change. Okay. Christmas with divorce stinks. Yep. That's just the way it is. I just sat there and told you all the reasons why it didn't, but it does. It does. It totally does. But, and there's a huge but. There is. You can make it great. Amazing. You could could have the best Christmas. Um, Again, embrace the times that you have with your children and create great memories 
with your children so that next year they can say, oh, mommy, when when we had that little fire outside in the, the fireplace and we roasted marshmallows and we sang Christmas carols, can we do that again this year? Yeah. You know, it's wonderful. And that didn't happen on Christmas Eve. That happened on another evening. So this is what I encourage you all to do is use your imagination. It stinks. It's horrible. It's really tough not having your children on the holiday, but but make another day really, really great. And you can get through it. Well, and it's really funny to say, but in all honesty for my family, um, doing Christmas on a day other than Christmas has actually worked out to be a lot funner, a lot cooler, a lot whatever. Like funner. Funner, yeah. I mean, those aren't real words. But And what I mean by that is because in my family, I've already said before that Advent, liturgical, I mean, that's that's huge in my house. Mm -hmm. There are three Christmas Eve services. There is Christmas morning service there. I mean, we do it all. And my dad's a pastor, so there's not like an opt out option (laughs) (laughs) for him, at least. I mean, he would understand if I didn't. But but so he has to leave on Christmas morning when we're opening presents um, because he has to go and preach. And, you know, and, and then there's services late into the night. So it's, you know, we have to try and do the cookies in between services. And so, so it's, it's almost that, better to have it on another day. It actually really is yeah, because we all are able to build and go for bike rides. And, you know, and because there aren't other elements, there isn't a, the animosity and the frustration. If you take all that out of it the sky is the limit on what you can do for your children on that day. And especially if you're doing on a day that you scheduled completely yourself, you know? Um, and another thing I brought up at the beginning of this podcast is I, I know firsthand that financially it can be really, really hard. Don't let yourself get down again, reframe it. Don't focus on the things you can't afford, focus on the things that you can afford. And what I mean by that is maybe this year you don't get a fake tree because you can't afford it. Maybe you make one out of felt like I talked about on the last podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The kids aren't going to know the difference. Now, granted, we're talking about little ones. Yes, your teenagers are going to give you grief. Um, but again, you find you find something that your teenager will get excited about is the point. Have right. a conversation with sure. your teenager. They're old enough to tell you what will make them excited. Maybe it will make them excited to do a different kind of tree or maybe building it out of wood. Or I knew a friend that they didn't have a fireplace. So they made one out of shoe boxes. Again, that's more little kids, but I'm sure there's something that your teenager would enjoy. Mm-hmm. If you had the conversation mm-hmm. with them, if you reframe it, it's less about, I'm so mad at your dad. Cause he won't let me have the holiday with you. And you make it, Oh my gosh, we have this great opportunity to make an amazing new memory. Sure. What can we do? Sure. You call the shots, you know? And I, again, I'm free balling right now. <laughs> I'm making this up as I go. But we we wanted to bring this divorce message to you because we have both lived it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um, Jan's, you know, kind of out of it now. Uh, I am still very much entrenched in it. And every year is different. Every year there is a new battle. There's a new heartache. There's a new whatever. But we get through it. And it gets better. It gets easier. Mm-hmm. Um, you, like I said, you just got to start reframing it so that you can start to heal. Right. Control the atmosphere a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Don't let it, because like I had mentioned earlier on, is that our kids watch us and they want to see how we're going to react in stressful moments. Change that. Make it a good evening. Make it a great day. Do the things like like we talked about last week. There are so many great things that you can do, arts and crafts and outings and food and whatever. Just make it about something else with your child. Doesn't have to be about the divorce. You don't want to rub that in the child's face anyways. So make it great. And then, you know, one of the hard things I had to overcome was then on December 25th, 
Christmas was done. We've done it. My child's happy. She's off. She's with her dad. What do I do on December 25th? Mm. And, um, that's a hard one. Um, and that, and that takes process. And again, it's, but that one, what I've started doing is I focused on me. Um, and the reason I say it's a hard one is because, because it's a holiday, everyone is off doing something. So it's not like you can call your friends. Right. Um, you know, a lot of stores are closed. It's not like you can go shopping. Um, but you can have a me day. And again, it's all about planning in advance. You know that child's not going to be with you on December 25th. So you go out and you get the stuff that would create a spa day. Or maybe you rent movies or you pick out movies in advance that you know you're going to want. And you get all the sugary food that you don't normally let yourself eat. Uh-huh. And you make the day about you. And you let yourself heal. And you let yourself recover. And you let yourself be present to yourself. So that when your son or daughter gets back from their dad, you're ready to hit it for the new year. Great advice, Larissa. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> well, and we always talk about Two what to do with up. the kids, but we always forget about what right. to do for yourself. Nurture and, yourself. And on all of our podcasts, we talk about, you know, nurturing yourself and how mm-hmm. important it is to do that. Now you got a whole day to do it when there's nothing else you can do. So. <laughs> See, ladies, we really do care. You're not alone. We care. Um, I'd say call me, but I'm not going to get my number out on the air. So <laughs> instant message me and maybe we can work that go. out. There we go. Absolutely. Um, but we're so glad you guys are here. Mm-hmm. Um, we we bring these stories to you. We try to get raw. I've teared up a couple times, but I've managed to keep it out of my voice. Um, this is a hard topic. This is, is a hard topic for a lot of people. And you guys are all in different phases of this. Um, some of you may have been divorced for years and you've got your rhythms in place. But I'm sure you can find some stuff out of this for mm-hmm. that even. Some of you are brand new. Maybe you're going through the divorce now. Um mm-hmm. I, I get it. I truly, truly get it. And I'm not dismissing the way you feel and neither is Jan. We get it. We sure. truly do. Um, we just want you to understand that there is light at the end of that tunnel and that things can be really good. Yes. Um, Jan mentioned it earlier, but focus on the reason for the season. Focus on why this season is so special. And that will give you a lot of ammunition to be able to reframe the things that you're thinking about. Sit down and read the story. Um, get into your scripture. And, you know, I think that that will help. That helped me a lot. That helped me be able to really frame what this was all about and that it's not about me. You know, it's about, uh, it's about the story. It's about my child. It's about, you know, again, this is me and I'm talking about my things, but, um, we're glad that you're here. We're glad that you're listening. Um, we are glad that you join us on these podcasts. Um, we want to encourage you not to let this season be soured because of the divorce. Yes. Find the joy in the season with your children and find a way to make it really good for you. Um, yeah. So join us on our social media platforms. Get on there. Talk to us. Seriously. Uh, send us a prayer request. Tell us you want us to pray for you this season because yep, you, we're here. Yeah. Um, tell us you're going to be all alone on Christmas morning and you don't know how to deal with that. I'm, I'm serious. Jan and I will literally pray for you on Christmas morning and we will be there with you in you thought and mind. Absolutely. Um, so get on our website, get on our social media platforms, join us, talk to us, tell us what's going on. Um, we can't write these podcasts if we don't know what you guys want to hear. And so you're just going to listen to us ramble about what we want to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we love y'all. Uh, Merry Christmas. I know it's not here yet, but it's coming really, really fast. Um, so get excited, get, start making your plans, sit down. If you're worried about this stuff then sit down with a pen and paper and write it down. Okay. So, um, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. We will talk to you in the next one. Bye.